0: five four three two one welcome back to college conversations everyone today i am so excited to be back it's been so long since i've done a podcast uh i've been lacking in the summer but we're here back fresh again today i'm with a super funny dude jamal musa uh who i just met this summer at my internship um jamal's
1: here with me today jamal how you doing man Oh, it's great to be here. I'm truly honored to be uh, the first speaker of the summer. This um, <laughs> yeah, the College Conversations <laughs> Summer Edition. Boys. Hey, let's go. With the Habibi himself. The Habibi Ting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so meeting Ben was uh, quite the honor. Yeah, I'm excited to, to be working with him. And yeah, it's been a good day today. Um, meet some kids, mess around a bit, teach a bit. You know how it goes. Yeah.
0: For those of you who don't know, me and Jamal, we're doing a summer teaching internship right now um, where we're teaching middle schoolers. Jamal teaches science. Yep. And I'm teaching literature.
1: Yep, yep. And, yeah, we just had a lot of fun together. But, yeah,
0: Jamal, what does Habibi mean?
1: Oh, uh, habibi is, you know? is a very important word in uh, Lebanese culture, Arab culture in general. So a lot of Muslims out there know what's up. Um, but, yeah, it's just a simple word. word. Eh, word sorry um that means um direct translation it's like my love but when you're talking to your friend it it's like you're not they're not really your love This more like it's like what's up bro so you'd say what's up habibi and depending on the gender um it changes so if i'm addressing a male it would be what's up habibi or if i'm addressing a female what's up habibti the t is a important uh, difference there yeah.
0: gotcha and jamal what's your tell everyone your story like for those who don't know like how did you end up here in saint paul minnesota out of all places this summer yeah that's a story
1: that's a crazy question a lot of people do ask me actually uh especially in the united states um but um I, i like to start out with some lebanese um culture facts kind of in a way um the Lebanese mentality has ever since the civil war has always been to get out of Lebanon, but there's always been a strong connection to Lebanon. So it's a real like push and pull thing happening. So like one of my favorite stats to share is um, there are five million Lebanese in the country in Lebanon, but there are 15 million outside the country. And they're like, we're all over the place. We're in like Brazil, United States, Australia, Canada a lot of like Gulf countries in the Middle East, like Saudi Arabia, UAE, Qatar, like we're just everywhere. So um, yeah, that's like kinda, I kinda line up with that story in a way where um, I like to, I consider myself um, Lebanese, but also consider myself a uh, third culture kid. And what that means is it's just a kid who's grown up in a lot of places and just been exposed to so many different countries and cultures in that way. So after that background, information um how did i get end up here in saint paul um so uh, as you know i've been traveling i've lived a, a lot of places in my life i can list them actually i've lived in malaysia lebanon kuwait uh, and uae it's not that many but like four different countries is quite a lot for a childhood in my opinion because that's what a lot of growth is happening there but yeah after that i graduated high school from the united arab emirates in abu dhabi and I, I go to school in Wisconsin, Madison. Yeah, go Badgers. Um, yeah. So I was just I was chilling in Madison, and then trying to find an internship for the summer. And I I knew I liked teaching, so I just searched teaching summer on Google, and literally breakthrough was like, had so many good reviews and like so many like forward thinking, especially in this uh, climate dealing with education as a topic
0: yeah that's super cool and i liked what you said about the lebanon like always moving around uh looking to go to new places and whatnot that's super cool and mm. like i always personally was like man i wonder how cool it'd be if i grew up in like a different country or like spent some time living somewhere else i like, think gonna be really like beneficial just for my own like experience and like cultural knowledge and whatnot like yeah do you think when you were a kid, though, were you kind of like, oh, we got to move again, or I wish we could just stay here? Or were you like really looking forward to moving around? And I mean, you probably look back now and think that those things really helped you out in many ways, but like, what do you yeah. think about it?
1: There, that's a good point you make because I do think there are definitely a lot of pros, but also there's a good amount of cons. So, um, as a kid i would hated moving like every time my mom be like oh we're going to this new country i was like no mom i was like always be crying and mm-hmm. there's a ho- very dramatic just like that's a lebanese thing as well like we we're just v- very emotionally like like expressive percent, expressive yeah. yes that's the word thanks ben um so yeah um but looking back i do think it was very beneficial of me uh, because I was been exposed to so many different cultures that like, I don't think you can learn in school at all. Like just like small things about every culture. Like I know like random facts about like, like an Indian, like Indian culture, Thai culture, like, like, because I've been exposed to it for a lot of my life and um, it actually kind of, it's like a double-edged sword right there. Cause, because i've been exposed to such diversity um when i came to the united states it kind of like um i was very actually i was like quite disappointed to the lack of uh understand like the the average american i'm not saying there's definitely exceptions always but uh, i always found myself having to explain where lebanon is what my language is like why i look white actually because a lot of the misconceptions around middle eastern people is that we are dark and hairy and just like big beards kind of thing but um i'm like the opposite of that so there's that another another con i'd say is like i've never had a home Mm -hmm. you know so like i can't i can't be like oh i'm going back home because like home is different places it's like lebanon it's the uae it's like maybe kuwait i don't know right now because it's been a while but yeah, just so many homes, but that's yeah. also a good thing in a way.
0: No, that's cool too. Cause I took a class once actually where we did an activity you probably would have liked to do. Because I imagine when you get asked the question "Where are you from?", that's a pretty like complex question. Yeah, it's to a answer very hard question for your answer. background. So, in one of the classes I did in one of my global studies classes, on the very first day of class, when we got into the class, we had did this super cool activity with our professor, where he had us. Well, first he had us write all of the different languages that we spoke on the board. And there's probably like 40 of us in the class and we like filled the board up, you know? So then at first you're like, wow, you know, this classroom is full of so many different languages and whatnot. And then we, we wrote like what cities we were born in and stuff, but then that's not always associated with where people are from either. Yeah. So what he had us do was he was talking about how he doesn't like the question of where are you from? Because that's a very challenging question for many people. So what we did was, We had, like, a map. This is going to be kind of hard to explain. I'm going to try to do it the best I can without, like, seeing a visual. It's actually very interesting. But we took a sheet of paper, and basically, instead of just saying, I'm from this. So, for example, people would draw a dot maybe in the United States, but then they drew a dot in, like, France, and they connected it with, like, a line. Oh. Or people sometimes did a box. It was up to interpretation what you wanted to make. Some people did a box with, like, four different... Sections and they wrote a different place in each one. Mm-hmm. Some people just simply wrote Minnesota or like twin <laughs> cities yeah, or even Minneapolis. Some people were thinking city level. Some people were state. But yeah, a lot of people, though, were drawing lines from places to each other. And sometimes the dot would be bigger than the other. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, well, I studied abroad in this place for a year. So now this is a part of me. And it would be mm-hmm. like a little dot. But some people like you... Um, well, yeah, my maybe. map will
1: be everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> right. You'd have a
0: map, so it's, like, where I'm from. And then we hung them all up on the wall, and we went around and just talked to people, like, tell me about your map. And it was super interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah, if I ask this person where they're from, and they tell me, oh, I'm from, like, France or whatever. But then you look at their map, and it's, like, yo, I lived in France, but then I moved down to Morocco for, like, three mm-hmm. years, and then now I'm here for college, but I want to move here. So there's, like, all these intricate lines yeah. and stuff and it's like i think that's a way better way of asking like where you're from was to like through this activity <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah i oh. imagine it's so hard like for me yeah, if someone asked me where i'm from i usually to say like oh minnesota yeah because you're like born and raised yeah because i'm born and raised i haven't lived anywhere else but yeah just we, we the whole class is
1: about like what is home like what mm. makes a home but yeah so that's really interesting i would definitely want to do that um, maybe as an activity in the future if I ever do teach. Yeah, I think it's super cool.
0: Uh, what do you do? Do you feel home in the United States or do you do you not feel at home or do you do things to make you feel at home?
1: Or mm. This is a very interesting question, actually, because um, I like to start with freshman year. Um, so a little background again, more background. Yay, always good. I did go to an American school for most of my life, so... As you can see, my accent isn't as thick as like my dad's. This is pretty thick. But yeah, besides the point. He, so um, being exposed to that American culture for a lot of my life made me kind of, I, I kind of want to say cocky in a way because I thought coming into the United States, I'm like, oh, I, I know America America so well. Like mm-hmm. I, go to, I can go to college, make friends easy, no problem. I know how to talk like them, know what they like and stuff. And then when I got there, um, I actually had a really hard time connecting with people because of my like ethnic background in a way because people were kind of, um, I don't want to say shy, but more like um, because of the fact that they're unaware of Lebanese culture, they're a bit hesitant to like ask me about it and like be more curious. so they like like I didn't have many interactions for the first few months of, of university which, I kind of, like, uh, kind of sad, but um, once I did start making more and more friends, then, like, the friends that I do have, like, they respect me for, like, my identity, where I'm from, like, not just that, but, like, my also my personality, like, mm-hmm. my, the jokes I make kind of way, um, and, like, that throughout the years, um, I just finished my uh, second year of university, so even within that year, I have some of like the closest relationships I've ever made in my life just because of the trust I have with them. And like, I do feel like I have a family in the U S based with my friend group, but also have my family at home, which is my like ac- actual like <laughs> blood family. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, I'm never sad leaving either one. Cause I know I'm going back to people that love me. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's good to have. Definitely. Yeah. Make yourself that community.
0: Um, and whatnot but yeah so where's your like parents currently living then
1: okay it's kind of it's kind of interesting situation right now because um um they do still live in the united arab emirates mm-hmm. uh, as of now but they are going to move back to lebanon for because my um my grandparents are getting old and kind mm-hmm. of sick so they my family does want to be there for them yeah so um it'll be interesting move coming back back home quote unquote um because i usually fly straight to the uae but now i'm going to be flying straight to lebanon okay which will be interesting because a lot of my um most my friends i'd say are in the uae but Mm -hmm. i do have friends in lebanon obviously Gotcha. childhood
0: yeah it's it's interesting too you said like how um people didn't really know where lebanon was and know Mm -hmm. much about it because that's true like i feel like uh, in American public schools that I went to here, like we never really learned about the middle East, like at yeah, all really. And I like know it's such Iraq, like, a <laughs> com- yeah, we, it's such like a <laughs> complex place with all these countries that I still don't know what they are, what the differences are, some of the cultural stuff. And yeah. like, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I uh, actually kind of have, a raises a question that I have for you. Yeah. Um, when I first met you, I like, I automatically put the, he's in american mode and like just like assumed you didn't know where lebanon is mm-hmm. but like you actually surprised me a lot with like um how mo- your knowledge of the middle east like mm-hmm. random facts that like like i'm shook about like so my question for you is like like how did you get yourself to like learn about these different cultures especially being raised in what facts what
0: facts were you shook about
1: i'm just like <laughs> just like knowing where it was period knowing like th- there's different religions and like uh-huh. um like the capital even like that's like like beirut yeah like, come on like some people don't know what beirut is right <laughs> right Uh, well
0: that's a good question man. i don't think i ever um let's see well first of all interesting fact So I'm doing global studies as a major, Mm -hmm. but I'm also taking Japanese. Oh, um, okay. Surprising. Surprising, yeah. And in Japanese, it's in a department called Asian Languages and Literature. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, there is... Or Arabic is in the Asian Languages and Literature Department.
1: It is in the continent. And this (laughs) was a big
0: debate for many years i think um whether it should get its own department or not at the university of minnesota specifically and just like last week i got an email saying that they were changing like my major Uh from asian languages and literature to asian and middle eastern languages and literature
1: so they like forced the title and kind of yeah well i hmm. think
0: people wanted that okay because people that were studying arabic and stuff they wanted like it to be clear on their resume like this is middle eastern studies but not it said asian th- languages oh, and okay. literature and people think of asian languages and literature they might not immediately think of middle east they but might yeah, be thinking like east asia like, like china and japan and korea yeah. those kind of places yeah for sure anyways the long st- this is a long story but uh i don't think this attributes to like all i know about the middle east but we oh, did no have to take it a class um through that because Arabic's in it. So I took mm-hmm. like a class about just like not not Middle East but um just all of Asia specifically and we read like um it's called The Five Hundred Arabian Nights.
1: Oh I actually heard of that a yeah, book. yeah. Or something it's a book
0: like the Five Hundred Arab Nights or something. I don't know. That was like a little touch in a little Middle Eastern culture. Mm. And then I did have, like, the luxury of visiting Dubai one time. Oh, yeah, I remember we talked about that. Two years ago, <laughs> and that but was Dubai, really cool. Dubai is something else. That's like Dubai a different is story. something else. It's
1: man. a different story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole podcast on Dubai, Brad. Honest, Honestly, <laughs> bro, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dubai is crazy. Man. Everything, like, just the heat. There's a lot of good, that. and there's a lot of wrong. Let's just yeah, keep it there. The heat and the construction, mm. and everything mm. is crazy, man. Mm. Yeah, I don't I still don't think I know too much about Lebanon, but yeah, I'm a friend. Yeah, from would you Lebanon say like
1: um being living near like a big city like Minneapolis is quite large. Mm-hmm. you think that like that does help your case? Um yeah, I think if you live in a big city,
0: you're you can be more exposed. I mean, of course, to more cultures what might mm. cause you to become more interested in the world in general, for sure, right? Um, no, they yeah, say I like agree. people who uh, live in big cities are more in general cosmopolitan. I know that word is like crazy um, complex. Yeah, I guess thrown around a lot, and too. gets thrown around a lot. And but I think generally, not all times, but yeah, if you live in a city, you're gonna be in a sense more. I mean, you're more in touch with more people, and oh, yeah, thus for sure. you're more in touch with generally the rest of the world. Yeah, but i don't know i don't i think there's still a fair amount of people who don't have much like knowledge of the rest of the world they're like even geography geography um it's pretty scary sometimes bro
1: someone asked me if lebanon was in india yeah literally uh side note i am white
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like they did a thing too on one of like the late night shows Uh, i don't know if you saw it it was like Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy mm. Kimmel or something. And they had like this huge map and they went around on to like the street. Oh, streets. like where North Korea is? Was that yeah, like that? it was I like know. point where like North Korea is or like point where Australia is. And yeah, when no, they I saw that. i seen for that. for <laughs> Australia, they pointed at Ireland. And when they asked someone like North Korea, they pointed at like Greenland. And it's Yeah, like, no, that's I saw that. Was it's like funny. I know they were probably picking the most ridiculous answers, but like there really is people like that who might not even know like. And they might not even know like United States geography, and they've lived here their whole oh, life. Yeah. Like a lot of states, like just don't even know, and like mm-hmm. or maybe they don't know where their own state. is. It's just mind blowing mm-hmm. stuff to me and you, but like some people really just yeah no Yeah, idea. I gotta stay woke. Yeah, out here. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. The son asked you, if Lebanon
1: was in India. What'd you even say to that? Like, Bro, I'm like may- I'm like maybe like, <laughs> <laughs> like like maybe uh open Google Maps first and then let me know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I might have to check on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sarcasm is, like, always my defense mechanism. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. cool, though. And what, what languages do you speak? Oh, um, I'm f- currently fluent in English and Arabic, but I'm actually taking Italian in college. I just finished my first semester, Whoa. so I'm kind of a baby right now. But um, I'm hoping to be at least, like, holding a decent conversation in Italian by the end of my college career yeah i had no idea you're taking italian that's cool yeah bro it's just a random fact because italy is like i personally believe is very close to lebanese culture so like that just made me so interested in like the way they talk the way they they like the culture and i found that like the language is a good gateway to like exploring that culture further
0: yeah what do you think similar between italy and lebanon there's
1: a i'd say a lot um a big one is uh very family focused family-oriented communities so um in lebanon it's super important to like always like family first and like even like seeing your family all the time even though like like even though i'm in the united states i always fly back like twice a year just to see my friends and my, not my friends well mainly my family but also my friends yeah that's also an important fact and same with the italians they always like big family dinners you know like mm-hmm. like the mafia kind of thing right there um That's one main one. And the second one is the love for food and the way we cook. Oh, okay. That, the way we cook is, like, very, like, very similar. Like, you would think Lebanese, Italian food, like, what? That's not similar at all. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you look at it to, like, the base ingredients, we love to cook with olive oil. Italians love to cook with olive oil. Mm. They love garlic. We love garlic. And just, like, the base, like, ingredients in a lot of dishes um, do overlap, with Lebanese and Italian cuisine. Yeah. Which is like wow, and I love cooking.
0: <laughs> can you give some examples of Lebanese food to people who might
1: okay. not know what to <laughs> picture right now? Listen up. Um <laughs>
0: Jamal's Lebanese cooking. It's a 101 food tutorial.
1: <laughs> so, there is I'd say I'd like to say there's three different kinds of Lebanese food. We have street food, um, which is really quick quick bites like usually sandwiches or wraps. Some of them I can think of are like shawarma wraps this is chicken garlic french fries pickles that's it period nothing else in pita bread important has to be in pita bread uh two falafel sandwiches just falafel in general very big um and hummus very popular on the streets and baba ghanouj. uh what else like shish like chi- like the shish is like grilled chicken same with like kafta kafta is like I want to say lamb. I have no idea what goes in kafta, honestly, bro. Like, I don't think anyone knows what goes in kafta, but it's just like lamb. and looks like a kebab, basically. So that's street food, number one. Number two, um, home-cooked food. Mm. Home-cooked food, you cannot find anywhere other than the home. Like, you can go to a restaurant, ask for that. No, they have no idea what you're (laughs) talking about. So this is, a lot of it is, like, rice-based dishes. So you have, like, rice and spinach. It's a popular one. You have um, another big one that I, um, one of my personal favorites is rice, lentils, onions, and yogurt, Greek yogurt. That's it. And it's just so much flavor. And if you add, like, garlic and salt, obviously, like, the seasoning, obviously. White people get on that seasoning business. <laughs> 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 yeah, so a lot of, like, rice-based stuff. And, like, also a lot of vegetables. Like, we love um, zucchini. We, do, like, stuff zucchini with rice in meat actually a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and we, we like stuffing things too like we stuff zucchinis bell peppers like mm. like literally we'll stuff anything kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one i'd say like very like high-end class rest lebanese restaurants and they will mainly be serving like very fine fish like a big fish that you share with your family and a lot of the ways we eat except street food is like very family style of cooking mm-hmm. so you have like a big fish in the center for everyone to share you have like hummus on the side uh, i don't know what else like sausages like th- we have some crazy ass sausages that are so good and just like so much this is like a- another podcast in it's own lebanese food yeah
0: no you sound pretty passionate about that too yeah. so it's like yeah i really am i
1: grew up in the kitchen so
0: you grew up in the kitchen yeah the more of the story for that is we got to we all got to try some Lebanese food That's Anyone on this facts, podcast, bro. Um, can you get it? Can, where can we get it? Man? Um is there even a place? I mean
1: I mean uh <laughs> my my good friend Ben um Ben over here, he took me to I'd say like a pretty decent like for for America standards, it's like pretty good Lebanese food. Or like just Middle Eastern food in general, because mm. there's a lot of overlap with neighboring countries like Syria, Jordan, and even Israel. I give them credit for some things, like have mm-hmm. decent hummus, not as good as Lebanese, but yeah, yeah. He took me to Wally's falafel and and hummus, and hummus, Dinky Town, Dinky Minneapolis. Yeah, hit it up Minnesota. It's very, very like authentic. Like they do not like to play with the traditions which is, like, I really value, because we have a big value for, like, traditions and, like, cooking and family. Yeah. Shout out to Wally's, man. <laughs> yeah, big, no, Shout no, no, no advertising right here. No, 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 sir. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> just, like, it feels, especially with Wally's, too, like, you walk in there, and it just feels, like, real. I don't know how to it describe this. It really does, because he
1: does a good job with, like, his furniture being, like, very, like, um, Arabic-focused, so he has, like, a lot of, like, Arabic- like posters of like countries and geography like the main one he he has like palestine and like i think he's he is palestinian based on (laughs) observation Mm -hmm. but yeah no we love our palestinian but uh brothers and yeah he just it just does feel like a typical middle eastern restaurant
0: yeah incredible i get there uh and the sauce
1: bro bro the garlic sauce sauce. oh my days it actually like
0: (laughs) it's good the garlic sauce man, is something else. Wow. Unbelievable. And thank you, too, for introducing me to pretzels and hummus, bro. Bro, it's it's a combo. It's a deadly combo. I did not know. Uh, we get, and Jamal had like the thin pretzels. I don't know what to call them, but they're like the thin, flat ones that you see.
1: The ones that are like smacks. Yeah, the
0: snack one, like in the, you gotta find them at Costco in like a big bag and whatnot. Oh, yeah. If you take one of those and you dip it in hummus you're not gonna go back <laughs> like, <that laughs> So is, like, fact. like i've been eating that at my home now like i just finished like the whole tub of yeah hummus. like sometimes that's like dinner yeah for real. <laughs> literally i was like pretzels and hummus i was like i've been missing out because like, <laughs> what else do i like some people do pretzels and peanut butter which, which is excuse me <laughs> yeah I've, I've done that before too which is i good. mean it works it works but mind. like if you don't have peanut butter it's like what else would you use for those pretzels? And some people just eat them plain, but it's like, yo, you get the hummus and bro. (laughs) New world. It's a new world, man. Hey. Yeah, but I think we're going to wrap up the podcast here. Uh, Jamal was great. Almost 30 minutes already. Crazy. Wow. uh, That flew by really quick. It goes so quick, man. Damn. But yeah, if you guys like the podcast, you're still listening, make sure to like, give us a five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe so you get notified when the new ones on come out. Too? We're on Spotify, Apple hey. Music, everything, every everywhere you need to find us. Uh, if you have any questions for Jamal uh, or like want to see him back, like we love to have him back again. Too so many topics we could talk about. Shoot a message on Twitter. It's at College Convo Pod or just search for College Conversations. You should find us on Twitter. Just send like a DM. And it's cool too. Just like DM if you're listening because. I don't know, it's nice to know people are out there listening to what we have to say. So like Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any parting words, Jamal?
1: Um, I just like to say it's 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 been an honor to be in your podcast. <laughs> um I don't think this day would have came if I didn't meet you. So big shout out to my boy Ben. Um only I've only known him for like it's gonna be our third week since I'd known him, but that's like true. it felt like it feels like I've known long him for like time. semesters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This so just the bond time. I've made. Shout out to Breakthrough Yeah Hey Breakthrough Hey Breakthrough Hey Breakthrough Yeah (laughs) No one's gonna understand that bro (laughs) Hopefully
0: someone from Breakthrough Listened all the way to the end Hopefully Inshallah As we say All right. Peace Bye bye